This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. The Nick winning streak is over and a tough, controversial play for the Yankees in Baltimore. We'll talk about it right now. At 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Hardest to ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Brian and Mike. Mike, we're here until midnight on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon. Harry, how we doing, my man? We're doing pretty good, my friend. How's things? How was your weekend? Uh, the weekend was sensational. Wow. Can we just spend the next hour and a half just talking about the weekend? Sure, go ahead. I'll start. Yeah, let, let's do that because <laughs> there's nothing. How about this draft, huh? This NFL draft oh, on Thursday, coming. Larry. Let's oh, talk about it's gonna that. Be great. It's going to be fabulous. I can't oh, wait for that. Oh, my God. Can one of the teams draft a, a manager and some talent for the Yankees, please? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. If I have to watch this team for another, what is it, 140-something games? Uh, Yikes. It's not going to be good. Listen, you, you know how bad it is? David Cohn in the post game said they're boring. <laughs> Bo- yes, they absolutely are. The only emotion you feel is just being infuriated after mm. watching it. You know, I was thinking about, and I know we got to open with the Knicks and everything else, but mm-hmm. I was thinking about making a list of all the pitchers that the Yankees this year have made look like Cy Young. And I started writing it down, Michael Waka, tonight it's Matt Harvey. And then I realized, you know what? It's pretty much everybody they faced. Yeah. Everybody I, they faced, if they made them look like Cy Young. I think the Harvey thing tonight is the most uh, surprising to me. Because, I mean, look, I know he's pitched a little better. I know he won his last outing. But, Gordon, this is a guy that's got a Come 6 on. ERA over the past right. couple of years. I mean, I mean, look, I, I hope he's able to kind of rebound and, and rebuild his career because the, the history of that surgery, that thoracic outlet syndrome – uh, there's not many guys that are able to come back from it. And if he were ever able to get back to the guy he was with the Mets years and years ago, that would be good. Another star for the game, but it's highly unlikely at this point. And, you know, for the Yankees to go down to Baltimore and to face an Orioles team, that's, it, I mean, their pitching's not that bad this year, but Mm-mm. still, I mean, it's Camden yards. And I think, what did they manage? Four hits on the night? Yeah. Not Four good. hits. No, not good. Gordon. Not good. Not good. And, 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 and you know, after the way they played yesterday, they blow the lead. You know, I've been kind of chalking it up to, you know, the team kind of plays a little sloppy under Aaron Boone the first little bit of the season. You know, we're 20, what, 21 games, 22 games. By this point in the past, they would have woken up by now. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they started, what was it, 9-9 nine and nine one year. I think they were 8-9 and nine another year. We're past that point now. And it doesn't seem like that there's any light at the end of the – you know, you kind of thought maybe the three games against the Indians – might be signs, but the offense is still not right. And until the offense gets right, they're kind of doomed. You're right. The offense is not right. And listen, everybody's trying to do too much, Gordon. You heard DJ LeMay who talked about it in the post game. I expanded my zone. I mean, this is a guy who, you know, is such a disciplined hitter. You know that the frustration is there. He's trying to do too much. Everybody's trying to do too much. Judge running to trying to oh get into play God. at third base because doing? because they know that they don't have a chance to score a bunch of runs. He's trying to make a play. Everybody is trying to do too much, except for Gary Sanchez, who can't seem to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it, it's it, rough. It, and it's funny because they all talk after games. Boone talks after games, and it's all nonsense. You know, they all say about, well, we just have to, you know, we just, we still believe in ourselves. We have confidence. We have this, we have that. Clearly you don't, because if you had confidence at some point, that would start to, uh, that would start to display itself in in games. And it seems like they are pressing as a team 
It doesn't seem like the manager knows what to say outside of, you know, the typical we believe in the guys and the guys, you know, he'll, he'll come up with some term or something or other that makes it seem like things aren't as bad as they are. But they're, they're terrible right now, and they are boring. They are boring to watch. They are because they're not hitting. They're not doing anything. So how else could they be but boring? I mean, you know, this yeah. is a team that's built for the home run when they're not hitting the home run, and they're giving up home runs. See, that's the other frustrating thing. Your your specialty is home runs, and you're being beat by teams that are hitting home runs against you. Yeah. You know, that's this kid Mullins on the, the, the yep. first pitch. Yep. First and, or second pitch of the game. Unfortunately, with the Yankee offense being what it is, the pitching kind of has to be perfect. Like, if the, if the bullpen could be perfect all the time, well, then maybe the Yankees might have a chance. But, you know, I, I don't want to put it on the bullpen tonight, but they did give up a couple more runs that made it a 2-1 game or 2 nothing game, made it a 4 nothing game. And, and at this point, right now, the way the Yankees are, that is an insurmountable lead, 4 nothing at this point when they're trailing. Yeah. They're tra- I mean, they trail in games just about, it seems like, every single day. It's true. It's true. And they're not the only team that, that lost tonight. But see, yep. here's, and here's the tough thing, Gordon, for me as a Knicks fan. So you got to help me through this. Okay. You win nine games in a row. Mm-hmm. You're eventually going to lose. Yes. Okay. You're playing a team that's better than you. Yes. In the Phoenix Suns. I understand that Phoenix played yesterday. They gave Brooklyn a ton. They gave them a tussle until the fourth quarter. Kevin Durant decided, okay, I'm tired of playing with you. Let's go. <laughs> they got rid of them. All right. But for me, to have not one but two 15-point leads in that game, Gordon, it makes it a little disturbing to me, a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I can understand it because you felt like you, you were in position to win this game. And, 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 you know, if the Phoenix Suns came in here and just kind of blew the doors off of you, uh, it might make it a little bit easier to take because you have one, you know, nine in a row, and you and the, the, we all kind of agree that the Suns are a better team uh, than, than than you are. So if you had lost to them in a, a controlled way, where they just kind of came in here and and just you know led wire to wire, it w- might make it a little bit easier to take. I, I don't know. I mean, the fact that the Knicks held their own for a good three quarters of this game against a team that is better than them on a night where Julius Randle was not typical Julius Randle. I don't know. I take it as a, as a good sign. And I, I would say this, not to move too forward to the next game, but we're talking about the stretch of the season and trying to stay uh, uh, in the sixth spot at the worst, you know, avoiding seven or below. The next game, the Bulls game, to me is more important than this game. It's tough to see the winning streak come to an end, but when you take a look at the schedule, I don't know that many people looked at the, you know, outside of the nine-game winning streak thinking that you never can lose again because the way that they had been playing and Randle had been playing. Uh, I don't know that many people went into this game thinking, well, this is one we're definitely going to win. The next one is one you definitely have to win. Yeah, there's no question about it. And no, I, I wasn't going in thinking that they definitely had to win it, Gordon. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that this was going to be a really tough game right. because I know I watched Phoenix yesterday. I know how this team is played. They're number two in the West. <laughs> so, right. you know, clearly they have a bunch of talent. The thing is, though, like I said, for me, it was it just gave me a little pause because right. they had the lead. And yet, going forward, it's great. You learn from teams that are better than you. You learn on how to close teams out. And that's something, Gordon, in the playoffs, they're going to have to learn. They've got to be able to find a way in the fourth quarter to do the things that they have been able to do. But it's tougher to do to execute those things against better teams. And you saw that tonight. Yeah, and it, it seemed like Phoenix kind of, and maybe I guess the officials kind of allowed it to, to be that kind of game where it was a more physical game. Uh, and it seemed like Phoenix was kind of able to to kind of bang Randall around a little bit, and he just never seemed to 
get into his typical Julius Randle kind of flow. And, mm-hmm. you know, look, the Knicks, the offense tonight was not really the issue. It was the defense, especially yeah. in the second half. They gave up 62 points in the second half, uh, even in a, in a game where they were there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. early, I don't know what it was. I think uh, fourth quarter, it was maybe it was late third quarter, it was 79 all or something like that. Yeah, so, you know, exactly. they, were, they were there, but they just could not get the stops when they needed to down the stretch. And Chris Paul was just amazing in those yeah. final minutes, right, Gordon? He just <laughs> took that game over, and and I know I'm going to hear. From, here's what I'm going to say, and I know I'm going to hear from people going, "Oh, see, that's why we should got Chris Paul." Right. Blah, 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 yep. blah. But what I'm going to I'm going to turn it around to say this: This is what happens when you have an All Star caliber point guard. Mm-hmm. See, he was able to control the game. Absolutely, he was able to take the game over, run the offense. At a time when Devin Booker was dominating, he took over in that fourth quarter. Chris Paul did. Yeah, and Bridges hit some big shots as well. And mm-hmm. uh, you know the kid Bridges did, was unstoppable tonight, yeah, Gordon, wasn't um, he? Uh, Johnson, who couldn't hit a shot early on, hit a bunch of shots down the stretch as well, or hit a few shots down the stretch. So uh, no, look, it was the it was the uh, it was the defense not being able to get those stops when they needed to, but. I mean, it's not really a surprise. Look, Derek, Derek Rose played great as well. I, yes, I do he have did. to, you know, throw it out there that he was he was fantastic tonight, and, and it seemed like uh, Tibbs definitely had uh, Alfred Payton on a short leash. Mm-hmm. He did not play nearly as much, but Derek Rose played heavy minutes tonight and, and made those minutes count offensively: twenty-two points, six assists, six rebounds. So, and definitely was lively uh, on on both ends of the court. But uh, I don't think it's really a shock. Like if Nick fans could have their pick of mm. things that the team needs moving forward after this year, they could get a big-time point guard or draft a big-time point guard or find a big-time point guard. It's been something that they've been missing for a very long time. Derrick Rose, again, fantastic, but his role is kind of the guy coming in off the bench. The Knicks need that guy that can be the starter and kind of control the offense. And, uh, you know, Julius Randle's kind of taken on that role, another role that he's taken on. But that's if you had your pick of, of one position that the Knicks could fill, that would be it, I think. Yeah. Oh, there's no question about it. And listen, I said it uh, yesterday on the air, and I know what. And it's funny. It's like Clyde says it every game. People are getting on the Alfred Payton's case. They're on the Alfred Payton's case. And my thing is just this. I know he's an NBA point guard. I get it. But Gordon, if he was a consistent, really focused caliber point guard, he would be on the floor in the final minutes of games. And he just isn't. And he, ever, he never is. And so that's why I'm saying that he's, he's, a, he's a good backup point guard. But, Gordon, he's not a starting point guard that you can depend on in the final minutes. Am I comparing him to Chris Paul? Absolutely not. Chris Paul is, is going down as one of the all-time great right. point he's guards in this game. Player. That's not even the question. I yeah. mean, his, the plaque is waiting for him to walk through the door. <laughs> All right? But clearly – the Knicks need that next guy to choreograph that offense, Gordon, to run, to move it. And Chris Paul showed you, okay, what a – obviously what a world-famous great point guard can do. But if you have a regular solid point guard, that would be a big difference in your offense. Yeah. Well, look, Alfred Payton is the starter because he – because Derrick Rose is the is the guy on the bench role and, yep. and, and, and the Knicks don't really have any other options. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is kind of the, the – the, 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 uh, hand that they were dealt in terms of the talent, right? They didn't make any major moves. Uh, so, and it, 
I would think that that's the area they're going to look primarily when the offseason comes about. But, you know, Alfred Payton, I don't think that he was anybody's first choice to be the the, the point guard. It's just that these are the options you have. And right. They're Absolutely. not great. You know, he's the best of he's the least dirty shirt. Right. Because <laughs> there's not many other options on the team and, and with this roster. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But the bright side is, Gordon, they went through a fantastic streak. They've won nine Absolutely. of their last ten. They go onto the court, as you mentioned, Wednesday against uh, the, the Bulls. They have to win that one. Then they've got a, a Sunday game or set a Sunday game against Houston. They need to win that one. And then that kind of starts that May mayhem streak that they're going to go through. And hopefully if they can – Gordon, if I can get 500 on that road trip, I would sign up for that right now. Give me wherever, wherever I have to sign, I would sign up for 500 right now. Yeah. Well, especially with those the, the six games out west, you know, mm-hmm. some of those one, you know, Clippers and then Lakers yeah. and uh, the Suns again. Uh, was it Denver as well on that trip? So I think another, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the other good news is that Atlanta also lost tonight. So in case, yes. you know, in case of the the uh, the, the the race for the four seed, or t- to me, just staying above the six, six. You know, that six line has to be the bottom line, right? Yes, Stay above yes. that that six line, and, and you'll be in good shape. So, I mean, it's an it's a missed opportunity to maybe space out a little bit more distance. But again, to me, this was one that was always going to be a tough game to get. It's been a fantastic run, and hopefully, yes, next has. time out, they can get a win against the Bulls. It would be nice. It would be nice. But Gordon, they were up by fifteen. Yeah, no. Twice. I, I look, it's it's <laughs> you know when you're watching it with the way things have gone, you kind of start thinking. Well, yeah, of course they're of course they're going to do right. I mean, yeah, of yeah, course exactly. they're going to do this. And they were shooting the three again. Well, tonight again. <sighs> I mean, I don't know when they became this uh, this great three point shooting team. I think they hit forty two percent or something like that tonight. So they can still hit the three if they. The problem was that, you know, that during the streak, it's been the defense and hitting three-pointers, and unfortunately, the defense wasn't there down the stretch. And there's one more thing before we uh, start taking phone calls at 1-800-919-3776. Another positive during the streak, Gordon, I think I've seen the little Obi Toppin. Yes, I was – you know, I should, have brought, I should have brought that up earlier. Yeah, he was he – was, he doesn't get much run, mm-hmm. but in the moments that he's in there, he looks much more functional <laughs> – <laughs> I, that's the, the, the Knicks are the only team, low. right? Yeah, no, I mean, but there's been so many times this year where the kid just seemed really lost and and was, I think, kind of battling confidence issues as yeah. well in terms yeah. of you know trying to fit in and it's a tough it's a tough thing to come into, right? He's a rookie. It, it was a weird year, it's a weird training camp, and then you get hurt basically right away. So now the 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 already the steep learning curve with Tom Thibodeau as the head coach is going to be even more so. So maybe he's starting to work out some of the kinks. I just have confidence in that, even though it's going to probably almost certainly be a disappointing year, rookie year for him. Mm-hmm. You take a look at the, the the strides that Randall made from one year to the next. Yeah. You look at the strides that R.J. Barrett made from one year to the next. You know that kind of still gives me some hope that that next year Obi Toppin will be uh, a much bigger part of the offense. Uh, Julius Randle strides as uh, Nick Legend Charles Oakley says Randle a better version of Zion Williamson. How about that for a compliment? I think. Yeah, I mean, look, I love I love Randle, and uh, mm-hmm. I do think that there's some things I worry about just in terms of Zion size. Right. You know, how is that going to project down the line? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that in our heart of hearts, if we were given truth serum, I, I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Well, Randle's well, been we fantastic. Yeah, he has. And once again, this is what, Zion's second year? Yes. I mean, can we wait a little bit before we start making that comparison? I understand what Oakley's saying, but, you yeah. know, I, I think the kid at this point in time, since he's 
uh, four, five years younger than Julius Randle. I mean, yeah. you know, he's he's got a little more upside than right now. So let's see, let's see how that turns out. Artist Steve Damer on 98.7 ESPN until midnight. One 919 Let's go to the phones. Spike is in St. Pete. Leads us off on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, Spike? Hey, fellas, let me uh, be very, very quick and very blunt and very frank about it. You said it all, Larry. Uh, it was like I could have been sitting on your lap with your hand behind my back moving my mouth. Well, you, you run into better competition regardless how taxed they are. The backcourt of Paul and Booker may be first or second best backcourt combination in the league. Uh, you see how he acquiesced to Paul at the end of the game. Uh, the youngster who can shoot the eyes out of the ball. Aiden's terrific. Uh, Bridges, terrific. Uh, you just run into better competition, and you said it perfectly. So I'm just reiterating what you said. Yeah, it's obvious that we play great during the streak. We play great tonight. We would have beaten most teams. Mm-hmm. But um, you don't have a point guard. And it showed. And uh, Leon saw it, I'm sure. And there aren't many guys like Chris Paul who ever played together. At his age, you know, he used to be a first or second team all defensive player. Maybe now he's third or honorable mention, but he still has 10 minutes in a game where he can win a game. He just turned the whole thing upside down, no matter what we did. Yeah, and Gordon, you're right. Randall had an off night. Randall could have shot the eyes out of the ball at the end of the game. Might have been closer. But uh, I'm not uh, bothered by the loss when a team that's better than you beat you. It uh, would have been nice to win, but we didn't have much of a chance, you know. Um, they're just a better team, and sometimes you got to give into it. It's like it all would be like if Cole faced the Grom now, and mm-hmm. it was one nothing. My money's on the Grom. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what well, happened the tonight. Well, I mean, what are you guys? Am Harvey, I wrong? So yeah, my my money would be on the Grom. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying I don't mean the Yankees may hit in the Mets field and all. But I'm just saying you run into better competition, and it's and you learn from playing better players. You just do. This was, uh, listen, Brooklyn, after what they did to Phoenix last night, they didn't exactly kill them. They have the second-best player in the planet just decided to take a day and play some basketball for 25 minutes. <laughs> I mean, how good is the ramp? So oh, uh, it's what it is. We have to beat the Bulls. One of yep. you fellows said it. Yep. Yeah, we have to beat the Bulls, and we should be able to beat them fairly handily. And I mean, you know, beat them when the time counts. But uh, it's not bothering me like a a loss to an inferior team. So I'll leave you with that, listen to the show, and uh, I'm sure you guys feel the same way I do. Yeah, we do. Well, I do, Spike, and, and thanks for the phone call. It's just that for me it was, once I, as I said, Gordon, earlier, it's a situation where I expected this to be a tough game. I mean, I know what Phoenix is. Yeah. I've seen them. I knew that. But it's just right it, when you it, have the lead, you feel twice. like, you know, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. By and 15. I mean, look, you got – and how many times have the Knicks gotten off to bad starts in games? And tonight, that was not the case, right? Yeah. You get off to a great start, and you're thinking to yourself, well, look at the, you know, the, 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 the new Knicks here. This is the way it's going to be all the time. And, of course, you, you kind of expect that it will be a little bit closer down the stretch. So, um, and it did, but uh, unfortunately just could not get enough stops on defense. Uh, I, I, I understand what you're saying about it being 15 and, and, and having the lead and thinking to yourself, I'll oh, just get this one more. Just I just want one more. As great mm-hmm. as the last night have been, I just want yeah, one more. Exactly. Um, I, I, I agree, I was, Gordon. Yeah, I, I can understand that. It's uh, it's understandable given the situation that they're in right now. You know, and it, it, I was almost at, almost at the situation of saying, why didn't you play like the second half in the first half and play in the first <laughs> half in the second half and maybe it would have been closer? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, listen, 
It's sports. That's what happens. Simon's in New Haven. Hey, Simon, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. How's it going? Simon, what's up? Uh, this is this is ridiculous, man. I mean, Boone is getting like Girardi. I'm sorry. This is the last straw. I mean, come on. Uh, he should have challenged that play. I mean, they, they didn't allow him to the challenge pi- the, and the play. pitching. And it didn't matter if they challenged the play. That still wouldn't have changed the result of the game. The, the problem is that the Yankees aren't hitting. What would you like Aaron Boone to do to get the Yankees to start hitting? Well, I would like I would like him to, I would like um, Aaron Boone to uh, you know give some criticism a little bit. You know, I mean, I mean, take him into okay. the office and say, look, I mean, I, I don't know what they do off off camera, Gordon. Just my opinion. But what I would do is look, guys. You gotta stop hitting this way. I know you can do better. That's all. Okay. I mean, the, the, these pitchers need respect and run support. Yeah, but you think what? he's not? Do you think that he has not said, "Hey guys, we need to do better"? And do you think that they don't know that they need? I to don't do know. Better? I'm just uh, maybe would, he does. Would, maybe he doesn't. I mean, but you know, just, I understand. It just but like, like, just take a guess. Do you think that he said to them at some point, "You know what, guys, this isn't very good. We're nine and thirteen. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I think he did. But you yeah. know, but you, but you have to understand though, these pitchers need some run support. I mean, it's yes. the same thing. We, we, we get so many opportunities, right. we squander them. Well, I mean, they, they, had so many, they, they had four hits tonight. Pong. They had four hits tonight. They had a couple of walks. I mean, they did have some walks. They had some guys on, but yeah, they had four hits. They can't hit the ball. I mean, if you, I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, Gordon, if you don't if you don't score those runs, they go for nothing. Right. Yeah. If you don't I mean, score every, runs, I mean, generally well, you don't win. Why is it? Why is it though? I mean, I wish they would ask Boone two questions. I got two questions okay. that I wish some of these Yankee uh, things would ask. Can I? Can I? Can I run them by you? Give them, give them to me. What, what is the? What is the obsession with grounding out and popping up all the time? What no, is the they reason? Don't do and number two. And number two is Boone the manager of a baseball team, or is it the manager of a Forrest Gump ping pong team? Ping pong team, yeah. That, that, Simon likes that line. He's used that line. He's before. used it a lot, hasn't he? He yeah, has. He needs to come up with a different one. He does have to come up with a different one. Look, I mean, I, there are things that it, it, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't be enraged watching the Yankees because it is infuriating to watch them, and there are infuriating things like the fact that Rugnet Odor is hitting. He's hitting cleanup. Clean He's hitting cleanup, Larry. He's, 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 he's hitting cleanup. I, I mean, couldn't believe hitting, when I saw that. He's hitting cleanup, Larry. I now, know. I, it's infuriating. But, I mean, in, in fairness, who do you want to hit cleanup, right? Like, if you're moving Stanton up to the two-hole to bat in front of Judge to maybe get him some better pitches, the re- here's, the, here's the rest of the lineup, right? Like, mm-hmm. Odor is slugging 364. Urshela, who's been pretty good, um, he's slugging 444, is getting on base 31% of the time. So not great, but, I mean, compared to all the other guys, he's like Ty Cobb. Um, Glaber should Torres, be back in cleanup. <laughs> right, yeah. Pray, well, all right, move him up, and then you have nothing at the bottom of the lineup because then Glaber Torres is slugging 234. Yikes. He's slugging 234. Hicks know. is hitting 162. His on-base percentage, even with all his walks, is 260. His slugging is 309. Sanchez, after the halfway decent start, has fallen off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And when he gets to the bottom of the cliff, who's there? Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier's slugging percentage is 184. I don't know how many extra, I got to find out how many extra base hits he has. It's probably like two. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what you look. I, I want to yell about Boone as much as the next guy, but if the <laughs> I don't know who who where do you want him to where who do you want him to hit? There's nobody there. If all these guys are going to do this, 
Frazier so far has uh, two doubles, no, mm-hmm. ri- no triples and no home runs. So he has two extra base hits. I don't know who, where you want. Now, I get it. It infuriates me when they're giving guys days off every single day and, and the lineup concoctions, they are baffling at times. You know, Ruben at Odor batting cleanup. Mm-hmm. But if this is who the guy, I mean, this is what you got. Yeah. yeah. What do you want them to do with it? I, and I don't know how you get them to get going. Well, he's, he's got to do something, Gordon. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know what. I don't, Tell them they're don't not a ping pong ball either. team. You're know, not, they're, they're really not playing don't. ping pong. What's the obsession with these ground, grounding out? Yeah, you, you know, know what, guys? Let's try this time. Let's not ground out. Yeah. See, Simon doesn't that? even realize it, but he's in favor of launch angle. Yeah, he is. He's in favor. He doesn't realize that he's in favor of launch angle, but he's in favor of launch angle. He wants the guys to loft the ball, right? Yeah, that's what the Yankees want to do. And the exit velo would be nice. Some exit. I mean, if I have to hear about Giancarlo Stanton's exit velo on the broadcast anymore, he's hitting 192. I mean, maybe take a couple of miles off and and just put a base hit in there. Mix one one of those in once in a while. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe he should bunt. Bunting. That's, you know what, Larry? People have bring that up all the time. They got to bunt more. Yeah. I mean, they had four hits. Do you want them to give away more outs? They have a lineup filled with out machines. Yeah. Odor, if you're getting on base 22% of the time, you are an out machine. If uh, Hicks, 260, an out machine. If you're not getting on base, then you're creating an out. That's what it tells you. 22% of the time, you're mm. getting on base. The rest of the time, you're making it out. Ah, oh, Larry, I'm sorry. Well, you know what they say: three out of ten times, seven right? Out of you, 10 go the, you, you go to the you go to the Hall of Fame, fame right? So they're yeah. close. A lot yeah. of Hall of Famers in this league. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Apparently. I, I mean, they are just abysmal. They are so abysmal to watch. And you know, I was flipping back and forth between the the Knicks and the Yankees, and I would flip over to the Knicks and I'd go back to the Yankees, and they were batting, and it was already a commercial. I'm like, oh my god, it's a commercial already. I know. It's Gary just, Sanchez got up with at one point. I got to find the inning. Maybe it was the seventh inning. And I, I said, let me just take a quick look at the Knicks score. I came back. It was all, I mean, I basically hit previous and previous. You know, like the uh-huh. previous button that you can just boom, boom. Yeah. Already made now. Talking about the Yankees lost. Talking about the Knicks lost. And Gordon is lamenting this offense, this Yankee offense. We'll get to the calls in a second. Is just not getting it done. And Gordon, I... In a sense, I feel bad for Aaron Boone because he can't hit for them. He has to continue to make alibis for them because he can't jump on them in the media, ladies and gentlemen. That's what got Joe Girardi fired. Hello? That's why Girardi's not here because he jumped on those players in, in, in the media like that. So, listen, he's talking to them behind closed doors. We know that already. It might be unfair, but if this goes on for another week or two, he's going to be the fall guy. I mean, no question. There's no other choice to make, and nope. and I do think it's a little unfair because right, he can't just wave a magic wand and make these guys hit. Uh, he he's 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 kind of the point man for decisions that are made above his head, where a lot of the things that he has to answer for are actually decisions made within the front office, but. I was watching The Godfather over the weekend, Larry, as they say mm-hmm. in The Godfather, this is the business we've chosen. You know, That's no right. one held a gun to his head to take the job. This is what the job is. And unfortunately, he is going to be the fall guy if something doesn't improve here before too long. Because again, while they've had slow starts before, this one is more glaring because it's one thing that is going wrong and it's supposed to be the strength of the team. And it has not been the strength of the team. And 
the fact that everybody's struggling at the same time would lead you to believe that at some point they're all going to hit, right? Like back of the baseball card. It's kind of hard to believe they're all going to turn it around here quickly, right? Like I, I would yeah. just sign for like one or two guys turning it around pretty quickly. So you're saying Boone may have a horse head in his bed? He might. It might be. Uh, <laughs> it might be one of those moments, right? Yikes! That yeah, would, that not, would not be good. Not that good. Would not be good. That was a real horse head, you know. I know it was. Yeah, that was, it was pretty a real scary. horse head. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty scary. <laughs> it was. Rob's in Massachusetts. Rob, you're next on 987 ESPN. The 2021 Yankees, it's like watching paint dry. Gordon, I can't take it anymore. I, I, can't, I can't stand it. You. Turning Matt Harvey into Sandy Koufax tonight. Oh, my God. A couple things, bad. guys. First of all, I watched the Nick game, and I listened to some of the Yankee game. You know, I'm 56, all right? You guys are sort of close to my age, right, Larry? You guys are both. What really bugs me so much about baseball and basketball is how much it's changed and how much it didn't have to. Why do we have these stupid things like launch angle and all these dumb statistics, you know, exit velocity? Who cares how fast a ball goes? And can Aaron Boone, please, I know it's not his fault. I'm not blaming him, Gordon. I know you and I are not great fans, but this is not his fault. This team accepts losing. But please, can you let Davy Garcia go past the fourth inning? This crap, third time around the order, is the biggest bunch of garbage. You tell that for the great pitchers I watched growing up. Tell that to all the great pitchers I watched growing up that said pitch complete games and don't die around the order. I mean, it's nonsense. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it, baseball is bad and ridiculous. Well, look, I mean, you know, you know the, the fact that the yeah. scoring is so hard to come by right now for all teams, right? Scoring is down yeah, uh, across, uh, across baseball. So that's mm -hmm. why you're going to get to to have an approach where, you know, not to defend Rate it. the but, mound. You know, well, or move the mound back. That's been, that's been floated yeah, as well. I, mean, I think something like that has to happen because – um, I was talking with somebody and I said, you know, yeah. I was just trying to find a, a baseball highlight. I couldn't find a baseball highlight. And the person said to me, he's like, well, what, what, what qualifies as a baseball highlight anymore? Because everything's either strikeout or a home run. You know, there, there are no baseball <laughs> highlights anymore, right? I mean, it's very rare where right. a play stands out where it's not a home run or a strikeout. But Boone is so boring, too. Can you ever run? How many damn double plays do I have to watch the Yankees turn into? And as far as the Knicks go, look, you know, you're getting what you got from this team. They got nine mm -hmm. in a row. They lost to a really good team. And, I mean, I've been a big Chris Paul fan since he was, you know, at, you know with, with the Deacon. So, I mean, I've been a fan of his a long time, and he's still fantastic. That shot, the second shot was ridiculous. Oh, was but, I mean, the thing is that there's just too much one-on-one -on -one play and too many threes. Can somebody, for crying out loud, R.J. Barrett, when you have a corner shot, instead of taking the three every time, you have a lane, drive to the lane. How many times did the Knicks get to the foul line? Do you guys have stats on that tonight? By any chance, uh, how many times they took a foul shot? Yeah, I, I know they hit 80% yeah. of their foul shots. So, uh, let me yeah, so what, they take four tonight? Yeah, let's see. I mean, it's 14 of seven. Uh, no, that's, no, that would be they uh, went eight, eight of ten. Yeah, eight of ten. That's ridiculous. Okay, and in a game, that's ridiculous. When you guys have guys that are that big, how in the world do you go out and get ten foul shots? You know what? Why? Because these guys settle for jump shots every time. Why can't anybody post up? What has happened to basketball, guys? Why don't people post up? Why do we take obnoxious three after three after three? Do, do you like this type of basketball? I'm asking, guys. I try, honestly, guys. I try. I went. I remember the '73 Knicks. I love that team. I love being the dream manager when I was a kid. Why can't basketball go back to what it used to be? Intelligent play, good passing. Why? Why does anybody not pass the basketball? But you can have intelligent play 
and good passing and still hit threes. I mean, Golden State did it. That's how they won their championships. So you can still have that. I understand what you're saying, but listen, scoring sells. Ask the folks in the NBA. Ask the folks in the National Football League. Scoring is what sells. And if and Gordon, if 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 a teams would stop bringing in these six foot nine, one hundred and ten uh, miles an hour throwing fastball pitchers out of the bullpen, yeah. baseball would be scoring more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, people. It seems like they don't understand what's going on with, with baseball, and that there are so many guys that can throw hard. And I, I don't remember yeah. who it was that said it last year. Maybe it was Buster. You know, every team has a guy come in from the bullpen yeah. who throws 98. Yeah. And you might, and, and unless you're like a diehard fan, you've never heard of the guy before. Yeah, that's all they did. Just take, it's like they've manufactured them. And that's what we talked about. Going Tampa, like, has, has the patent yeah, on they have a, Right, they got a stable of them. As uh, Kevin Cash said last year, you got a stable of guys that can throw that hard. So uh, scoring is tougher to come by. It's tougher to go against multiple guys in a game as opposed to just one pitcher. And I don't know. Look, if there were some simple solution to kind of get back to what baseball was, I think baseball, well, I don't know, sometimes some of the stupid things they do. I mean, think about the conversations we're having today on the radio about, well, is a seven-inning no-hitter a no-hitter? Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, is it? It, it should be. You you guys decided that that's the game. Yeah, exactly. You're the idiots that did that. So, yeah, based on your decisions, that's a no-hitter, dummies. Should be. Yep, exactly. So it's a complete it's a completed game. It goes in the record books as a win, right? After seven, what, what's innings? the issue? Right, you're. Uh, it's not our fault that you decided to take a game that has been a certain way for forever and decided to cut it down. That's that was your call. So yeah. I think that it's kind of out of your hand at this point. I agree. I really agree. Charlie's in Woodside. Hey, Charlie, you're next on ninety eight seven. Hey guys, how you doing? How's it week? How was your weekend? What's up, Charlie? Well, I'm going to say, uh, David Cole in the post game, you know, everything, what he said, had, just everything, everything, what, he said, what I was trying to say, what I thought about it. I mean, this, this game offense, I mean, this team lose to that pitcher, that bum pitcher, who that pitcher turned out to be, has become an absolute bum. Embarrassment. That's an embarrassment. And, and this team can't hit. I mean, Sanchez can't hit. I mean, Tom is running out. Uh, LeMahieu grounding all, ground, I mean, rolling over ground balls, then more than usual, like banging the double plays as team wise. And Josh, what the hell was he doing? You, I mean, Michael K said it. Never make the first or third out at third base. Doesn't matter how the umpire blew that call on the third one. You can't make that. You cannot make that throw um, at third base. Regardless of Torres is I mean, struggling, awful, awful. That's an awful way to end the inning. And overall, this team, take out Garrett Cole and the bullpen. This team record is would have been worse, worse. And this team lose to this team. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I am, I, it's, it's painful to watch this team. I even talked to Brian. Uh, it, it's unsolvable, and I mean the Knicks are more better watch right now. And guys, uh, I want to say, can they, will this team double score double? I mean, the Yankees and Mets both haven't scored double digit runs. I'll guarantee you, the Mets will score double digit runs first than the Yankees. I don't well, the Yankees the Mets offense has been worse than the Yankees offense. Yeah, no, the Mets the offense. Yankees I gotta tell you this, Charlie. <laughs> I got to tell you, Charlie, as bad as the Yankee offense has been, and thanks for the phone call, the Mets offense has not exactly been scoring 15 runs a game. 
they've been struggling as well. The difference is that the pitching has been better, mm -hmm. so they've been they haven't had to score as many runs to get wins, but they haven't really been scoring runs. But listen, here, look, here is the bottom line of your of your nine guys in the lineup, right? The nine guys in the lineup tonight, five of the nine are hitting average beginning with a one. That's all you need to know, Gordon. That's that says it. You don't need that, to be that's Bill all you James. Need to know. That, that's right. it. You're yeah. under the Mendoza line. That's it. Yeah. That is the problem it, with this team. Simple. And it's not like it's some fluky kind of stat thing where their no. slugging is great. No, they're, they're, they can't hit. They can't no. hit in any way. And I would just disagree with what Charlie said about time is running out. In terms of the offense, I don't think time is running out because there are no other solutions. It's either these guys or nothing. They are not making some big blockbuster trade. They have made it clear they are staying under the luxury tax threshold. I don't know what they have in AAA or in the minors or can bring up to, to maybe supplement. The fact that they brought in Rugnit Odor, who basically the Rangers released, yeah. tells you all you need to know about what are the other options about making changes. They might, they might make some changes here or there. Uh, you know, like we said, if, if, if they keep going like this for another two weeks, maybe Aaron Boone's job will be in jeopardy. But in terms of the offense, the only change will be when Luke Voigt comes back. Yeah. Yeah, which can't the, be soon enough. It can't be soon <laughs> enough, right. I mean, but you have to get guys to start hitting. You know, DJ LeMahieu has had a, an okay start, but it's not a DJ LeMahieu kind of no, start. No. Even Judge's numbers don't look that bad. His slash line is 250, 372, and 458, but he hasn't been the offensive catalyst that he has to be. And the mm -hmm. rest of the lineup has been abysmal. I mean, you know, it's, it's not, you know, Stanton hits a home run here or there, but that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. It's just limited offense. Limited. Well, anytime, you know, Booney gets, you know, pretty fired up, it fires up the team. Um, you know, especially a situation like that, um, not getting a chance to challenge. I think I'd really get, you know, anybody fired up. But, uh, you know, over the years and over the past times he's got thrown out, it you know, ignites his team and, you know, gets us going. So, uh, you know, it's, hopefully it does that for us tomorrow. Aaron Judge. Oh, yeah. Hoping his uh, manager fire. can light a fire under his team. Boy. Wow, they were just on fire. Oh, hoping his manager can do the job. Go ahead and oh, get him going. God. Well, I mean, Booney, baby. Time is running out. We only have another 148 games to go here. Hey, listen, that's why I told you last week. It's still early, my friend. As frustrating as it is, it's still early. It's still early. Now, it's getting later, but it's still early. Yeah, it's like uh, Yogi used to say, it gets, early. it gets late early around there, right? <laughs> it sure it's does. It's late early. It is getting late early. But before I get to the calls, Gordon, I mean, you know, you're, you're a passionate Yankee fan. It's got to really, you look at this lineup, you got to really be sitting here saying, are you kidding me? You're telling me that the manager's got to get thrown out of a game for, because we can't hit, and I'm trying to run to third because I know that I mean, that's the only way doing? we possibly can maybe get this what streak going. The, the play is right there, right? It wasn't like it, it was hit to right field and you, you can't see it or something like that. It, it was hit to left field. He thought he could make it, Gordon. He was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Very wrong. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. He, if he was going to not make it, slow up. At least let the run score. <laughs> right, right. Get caught in a rundown. At least make it 4-3. Give us a shot. That would have been a little different. Man. Samson Yonkers. Hey, Sam, you're next on 98.7. Hi. Hey, Sam. How are you? Good. What's up? 
I was very disappointed. Uh, let me tell you something. I saw the, the game from start to finish, the Knicks. When um, that they were up 15 points two separate, in, uh, two separate times, the second time when Phoenix came back down by 15, I knew there was a problem. Okay? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what was wrong with Julius tonight. Uh, he was definitely off his game. Uh, they nights. were frustrating him. He's gonna. I don't know. The coach is. Coach Tibbs is gonna have to teach them to get used to the fact that he's going to be double teamed a lot down the stretch of these games coming up. Don't you? Don't you agree with me, fellas? I agree with you a thousand percent, Sam. Thanks for the phone call. And that's why you're seeing Derrick Rose Gordon on the floor more in that fourth quarter to try to give another option. But listen, I. I Gordon, I can't kill Julius Randle. He has carried this team yeah, every no, game. I mean, he just yeah. had one of those nights that happens yeah. to everybody. And he had it against a you know a really good team. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's just and they, you know, if the game were called a little bit tighter, maybe he gets to the line a little bit more. Maybe there's more fouls involved and stuff like that. But uh, the way it was called, they kind of were banging him around a little bit, and maybe he got him off his game. You know, he's a, he. If anybody's doing off night, it's him. Oh, please, maybe Absolutely. he needs Aaron Boone to come in and get get him fired up. <laughs> Maybe that is maybe that's the answer. Maybe the Yankees can lend uh, Aaron Boone out. <laughs> no, he's got he's got the guy that lights up there behind already. <laughs> yeah. Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let Aaron Judge go get uh, t- bring in Tom Thibodeau to give a little speech about you know. Let Tom Thibodeau sit on the bench yes. while the Yankees are going. You know. Well, he would have been yelling at him in the in the don't run. Oh my God! Don't run. <laughs> he would have been yelling at him from the dugout. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. Joins us next on ninety eight seven. Hey, Trey. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing tonight? Trey, what's up, man? Uh, okay, let me explain my absence. I'm about to explain it to you. Money no is good in Texas the these days, isn't it, Trey? <laughs> money is no, good in Texas. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it. The, the, the restaurant's are Actually, Larry, I have a very – something I'm going to talk to you off the air about, Larry, that, okay. that you did that inspired me to do what I'm about to do. So I'm, I'm going to talk to you about it, and then okay. and then I'm going to tell everybody on the air because okay. it's, it's real special. Right. So wow. I didn't want to touch the money. So that's why I haven't called. Don't touch the money. The streak was going. Everything was looking good. So I didn't want to touch the money. You mean promo code Gordon? I don't know if you were laid there. Say again? Promo code Gordon? You've been making money on the Knicks? Is promo that what code, it is? Absolutely. The, the, uh, come on. Gordon, I think he needs to change it to promo yeah. Yeah, Gordon nah, gets fifteen percent. Promo code Gordon. Yeah, yeah, we good. Gordon gets fifteen percent. You can't use promo code Gordon and not give Gordon no. a, a, a hookup. I just want somebody to use promo code Gordon. The people at Fanduel, promo Gee. code Gordon. Nobody's ever used this before. Gee, you got a, You got your check coming, man. Cash your right. check, good. Yeah. Oh sure. <laughs> but but what I wanted to talk about, man, more than anything, man, the Knicks have been playing really good, and again. If anybody's due a night, it's Julius Randle, right? Yes. We yes. have ripped this dude, spin cycle Randle, for, what, two years now? And lo and behold, man, he's a player that you can actually count on pretty much night in and night out. Without tonight, you know, and being an exception, of course. I thought Derrick Rose was acceptable down the stretch. He was. I thought, I, I thought he led that team, uh, that runner, the flow that he had working, uh, just Chris Paul and them were throwing up some shots and they were going down, man. That kid Cam couldn't hit nothing. And then he mm-hmm. hit, you know, uh, I thought Mikael Bridges played a really good game tonight. But CP3, you could tell why 
the Suns are where they are. And Devin Booker is absolute flat out special. Yes, he is. That kid can ball. That's what that's what a baller looks like. Yep. You know, and he's sneaky tall. He's got long arms. He can finish with both hands. Can shoot the rock. I just thought that we, I just thought that we the, the fourth quarter was super flat. The third quarter was bad, but the fourth mm-hmm. quarter was dumb flat. Like we just had no. The energy wasn't there. Julius Randle was already done for the night. You could see. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I like the team's energy, Larry. I think they're a really good young team. Mm -hmm. But they are just void of one thing, man, and that's a that's a that's that dominant point guard, man. That's it. That's all that that, that's all they missing. They weren't missing it in the fourth quarter with Rose. But you know what I mean. You you know what I mean. I know. That's that's all they're missing. You're right. I think they're a really good team. I I dig the nine with game winning streak, you know. But one thing I will say, I'm not digging all these fans out that, that are Knicks fans again. I don't like it. I got a problem with it. It's going to probably cost me some money because I'm going to punch somebody in their face. No, don't do that. No, 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 no. Not yeah, worth that's, it. Larry, it's Brooklyn, Larry. That's what we do. Not you know, worth it. it, it not I, know worth it's, it. I know it's not right. I know it's not, not right. worth it. Don't do but it. Larry. Oh, Larry, I can't stand the fake fans, man. And they fake. They real fake. And you know who you are. And, and, and Gordon, is Rachel Nichols still laughing? Yeah, well, look, I mean, a lot of people in the media love to pick, you know, make fun of the Knicks. And, and look, they brought it on themselves a lot of times, but it, it doesn't uh-huh. seem like, you know, I was watching uh, the movie Soul, the Disney movie Soul. Okay. They had a, they took a shot at Great the Knicks movie. in there. Uh, you know, you Absolutely. see all the, you know, there's always these, these, these shots that come at you while you're not even expecting them. So uh, at least for one thing, uh-huh. we know they, the Knicks have far more credibility. They're not going to be getting those shots anymore. And I agree with you. And I, and I also agree that <clears throat> with, with the Nets are doing in Brooklyn, it's going to dwindle in, in comparison if we can just get out the first round, if, and especially, especially if they go to the finals and lose. Yeah. We, they have to go and win. Yes, true. We just have to go and play. Uh, look, I'll tell you so right the now. On them I boys. Mean, the pressure's on them. It might be different for, for other people, but when the Knicks were winning nine games in a row, I don't think that there were many people who cared whether Kevin Durant played or not. I mean, nobody do, do we cares. Do, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, and that I think that this nine-game winning streak and just the way that this team has played all season, all season long, it shows you that. And I'm not trying to hate on the Nets. I will. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't care. This is the Knicks town. Yeah, and it's, it's always going to be the Knicks town, man. This, this is just a nine-game winning streak with a with a bunch of guys man, that that play hard. Y'all got the superstars over there, and nobody cares. Good hearing from you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks for checking in. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.